today we have a special guest. Um, as you know, on the Brother Ben X podcast, I strive to just bring you guys and sisters who uh, that I could see be beneficial to you all. Uh, I just talked about leadership a couple of minutes ago, uh, but we're going to talk about marketing now. It's COVID-19, over 40 million black businesses, uh, last time I was told, has been closed. Uh, millions of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people are depending on um, uh, checks from the government. And um, a lot of people are now realizing why it's so important for us to do for self. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad decades ago told us, do for self or suffer the consequences. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has told us over and over again that business is the, uh, the activity of life. And he asked a question on one of his uh, panels that he was on. He says, how long? Are we going to sit around begging white people to do for us what we have the power to do for ourselves? One of the things that I teach the students is focus on passive impact, not passive income, because the more people that you impact, the more income will come. And coupled with that, I always uh, like to say that we don't chase money. I know often in our uh, community, um, we listen to rappers, and these rappers say, man, chase the money, go get the bread, go chase the bag, chase the bag. And that's all right. I mean, I get what they're saying, but I don't think that is the way to go because I believe that once you chase the guy within, the skills within, and the talent within, money will chase you because it's only a medium of exchange. That fiat dollar that you have, that cash that you have, whatever that you have, is going to chase value. So I have a brother on, Brother Lee, I mean, Brother Brian Lee on, and he's going to be talking about marketing because once you have a business, you almost don't have a business if nobody knows it, it exists. So after you develop this business, after you have looked and saw what the idea is, what the service is, you're going to have to market it so it can reach the right people because you can have a, a, a brilliant idea, a black-tastic idea, but again, if nobody heard of it, if nobody sees it, if nobody understands it, then uh, it's almost like you have no no business at all or no service at all. So with no further ado, Brother Brian Lee, for those who don't know who you are, never seen you before, introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And definitely thank you for having me on, Brother Ben. Uh, my name is Brian, uh, Brian Lee. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm known as a digital marketer in the advertising community. And so my background has been working in digital advertising for the largest brands uh, globally, um, you know, in just about every industry. So for the last about 13 years, I've, I've worked at ad agencies, um, ad tech companies. And most recently, I just I joined another organization, which, which we'll talk about um, working on brands like Verizon, Microsoft. Citibank, uh, just just about like any and every industry. And so I've had a chance to work with a lot of larger brands. Um, but that being said, I, I think I'm passionate about speaking to small to medium sized brands to see what they can do to uh, take their stuff to the next level. And especially right now with COVID, I think it's, it's very important. It's more important ever that everybody get up to speed when it comes to to digital. And so, yeah, my background is just working in advertising. And again, most recently I worked at Microsoft's ad agency. Um, and this is a little exclusive. I haven't really announced it yet, but uh, I was going to post it up tomorrow on LinkedIn. But uh, I was just brought on to to head up programmatic uh, ad sales at Time magazine. And so, Brother Ben, I, I think I saw in one of your videos on uh, one of the videos or, or screen shares on ABS Tribe, one of the, it popped up. So I think you follow Time as well. One of your notifications popped up from Time or something I saw. Um, so that's what I'm doing there. But outside outside of that, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a bunch of my own brands. And I think um, the fact that I, I saw that you talk about digital real estate, that's what really resonated with me. Um, that's something that I truly believe in. And I, I hadn't really heard anybody talk about it. Um, and so that's, that's just about me. I'm, I'm definitely about digital real estate. I think I compliment you really, uh, you really well, obviously you have focus in social and I, I have a heavy focus and expertise as well in SEO paid ads on Google paid search, YouTube ads, um, as it relates to small to medium businesses. And then for the big businesses, uh, focus on programmatic advertising and leveraging automation and data with enterprise platforms to drive business results for clients. So that's a little bit about me. 
So you're an entrepreneur. What was that first moment of entrepreneurship about what age? Because for me, my entrepreneur spirit started when I was in uh, probably middle school, going into high school. Uh, I've told this story before, man. My mom, she went and got uh, she went and got me some uh, Snickers, honey buns, you know, Gatorades, all from Sam's. You know, you get that bulk candy. And I was flipping it at school. So that's how I began to make money on my own. And then I went to South Oak Cliff High School. So, you know, that's the hood. So I ended up getting the plug where <laughs> a lady had some eyelashes. So I was flipping eyelashes at school to the sisters. So what was your first instance of uh, getting into entrepreneurship and what age? I would say probably probably middle school, too. And I didn't really know it was entrepreneurship. But I used to go and uh, hook up the... Uh, Black Planet and MySpace pages for all my friends. Mm. And so they weren't built to to adjust. But if you saw certain pages, you can get something that looked custom where it's almost like a, a custom design. So I would start doing that for like some of my friends. Um, I, I, that's one of, the, one of the earliest things I can think about. And obviously, like in, in other cases, you know, for different organizations, I might have sold candy here and there as well. But th- I think that's one of the first things I, I think about just like, adjusting those uh those myspace pages and those black planet pages back in the day to make them look good what does entrepreneurship mean to you man it means a lot i think so one i I would say freedom and and even for me freedom of, of thought so um you know i'm still in corporate america and and i do that as well but what i've found is that working in corporate America and with a lot of these large organizations, there's not a lot of freedom of thought. There's a lack of critical thinking skills. Um, and there's, a sort of an environment to go with the status quo. And for me, I'm free thinking and I'm always trying to think like, how do, how do we do what's right? How do we make this better? And so that's what, you know, resonates with me when it comes to entrepreneurship. And then also, in addition to like sort of that freedom, I would say ownership is a big piece too. And so like I'm getting to the point where, you know, I've worked on a lot of these bigger brands and I've been able to to grow their businesses, you know, you know, whether we're talking about managing hundreds of millions to probably at this point billions of advertising um, campaign revenue and then definitely driving billions in terms of revenue to the clients. Um, but you're really just a number. And these organizations will get rid of you at, at, at the drop of a dime. It doesn't matter how good you are, especially if, if we think about COVID. It's, um, you know, when in times like these recessions or if the companies are doing bad, it's a matter of you, 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 you got to go. It doesn't matter how good you are. And then for a lot of people, you start from scratch. Um, so when when you're doing talking about entrepreneurship, you, you have that freedom to do what needs to be done. And you also have that ownership as well. Um, so it's not someone that can you know, just, just get rid, get rid of you at the drop of a dime. For those who are listening live, feel free to ask any questions. You, you, we on with a brother who has worked on big brands, uh, worked on many brands. So if you have any questions about marketing, this is your time to ask. Uh, let me ask you this question of my own. What is the, uh, you know, I, I, I strictly deal with, uh, my main focus is the black community and our marketing and our business and, you know, our brands, so what have you seen when it comes from our community, the, um, how can I put this? What are we doing wrong in marketing? And I'll go first. One of the things that I see all the time on Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, is that we are marketing wrong, meaning that we're always, it looks too much about ourselves. Like, for example, if somebody's on Instagram live, I'm going to go comment my website on his Instagram live. If somebody got a lot of followers or they got a post and this post may be about something totally different, but I'm going to go under his page and then I'm going to put my website or I'm going to say something to draw them back to me. And I think that is the wrong thing to do. And we're doing it backwards. I think what needs to be done is you need to comment, not look so desperate 
and, and comment or post a value based on what the person is talking about on that Instagram, on that Facebook, on that YouTube, because people can tell you're only saying that to get them to your website. And when you don't say nothing at all and just comment your website, to me, that looks terrible. It looks it looks like spam. It looks like a, a, a computer bot is doing it, and it just looks desperate. So I think that's what we're, we're, we're losing at. We're not thinking about the long game. We want the quick sale, but we don't want a brand. We don't want to give value. We don't want to teach people so that we can gain that audience. We want to just put the website and try to get some quick sales in. So that's where I see us go wrong today. We look at these big blogs who got millions of followers. We look at um, these big influencers who got millions of followers and we don't even engage with the audience. We don't engage in the comments. We just literally wait till they go live or wait till they make a post because they got hundreds of people tuned in and post a website and wonder why we're not getting a lot of sales. So that's one thing that I see we have a hard time with. So for yourself, what 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 would what would that be for you? Yeah, definitely. I've seen that too. Um, <laughs> so a lot of the, uh, especially a lot of the influencer pages, you, you see that. Um, and even some of the, the popular Facebook groups, I'm seeing that they're, they're dealing with that as well. So some of it obviously, obviously is bots. But then, like on some of those Facebook groups, they're not bots. And part of it is we think it reminds me of, like, if, if anybody's been to New York, and it's probably other areas as well. You don't see them as much. But, you know what I'm saying, people used to be very aggressive coming up to, yo, here's my mixtape. Here's my mixtape. Yo, take it. You know what I'm saying? And you're trying to work. You got somewhere to go. <laughs> you're trying to get, to, you're trying to, get to, to, to work. You're trying to get to wherever you got to go. And you're like, nah. But then they step in front of you and they just won't let it go and they keep yeah. going um, and almost forcing you to buy it just because they're there. Yeah. No one's going to buy something just because you put it in front of them or just because you say, hey, bro, big bro. Hey, here's my link. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen. And I, I think you um, you hit on it very well. Uh, I, I see now more than ever with social media because everyone has become used to social media. It's not new anymore. More than ever, you have to focus on building a brand. And so for me, even for me, like my background has been in advertising and driving towards sales. And, you know, I haven't focused more so on the branding side and, and what I did for bigger brands. But as I'm looking at social media, it's people are more skeptical, skeptical now because of the things you said. And they want to you have to develop a relationship with them. And so we, we're going with the hustler, hustler's mentality of now, now, now. And for the most part, people aren't buying right right now if they've never heard of you, if you're a cold audience. Um, so you got to warm them up. Um, and, and so it's almost like dating, developing a relationship. Uh, you can't go hard at the first time you meet somebody. It's, you have to develop that relationship and de develop that brand. So that goes for marketing, but then it also goes even, I would say, for um, your career. It's important for us as a black community, and I wish I knew this, even for those who are still working for people. And then even if you're not working for people, if you are an entrepreneur, if you're an owner, you have to develop your personal brand. And that is that entails a long term investment of developing your brand, consistently putting out your message and consistently putting out value to let people know what you're about to um, develop that trust and develop yourself as a thought leader. That's important as well as an owner entrepreneur and definitely in corporate America, um, because if you don't do that, then you're, you're going to be held behind just, you know, just just uh, to whatever your manager will allow you to do. And so it's important, like you said, for us to develop that personal brand, to invest in our brand, to invest in our look and to even go beyond just, uh, you know, I'll say even going beyond just posting on social media and just posting on spammy comments. Absolutely, man. Because see, here's my thing. It's, you, you know, I think you made the, the perfect point. And by the way, I seen somebody says, how do they get in contact with you? I need your information is right there on the screen bit.ly slash Brian Brother Ben. bit.ly slash Brian Brother Ben. That's the website. It's also in the description where you guys can just click that as well. But like you said, that that brother who who just in front of you, man, come on, man, support me, man. Come on, man, look out for me. Or they hit you with the, I thought we were supposed to be black power and all this. So they try to make you feel guilty into yeah. supporting them. And let me tell you, brothers, you are sacrificing 100000 4,000. 
You sacrificing 100000 for 5000 whatever you're going to make. And this is what I mean by that. That person who you forcing to buy, who you just trying to spam your way into a sale, you may get that sale, but they're not coming back. That's not a loyal customer. You want to earn that customer. You want to earn that buy from them because you want them to stay. You want them to buy because they decided to buy. If you make them buy, they're not going to be there for long. They only going to be supporting you because they just trying to look out really so you can get out of my face so you can stop messing with me. That's really what it is. So yeah. I, I, I caution y'all, man, to please be patient, be patient, and make sure that you get somebody to earn uh, that business. So somebody says, uh, Sister Ver uh, Vernadine, I'm sorry if I got that wrong. She says, what do you think about Facebook ads? I would say that's a, a sort of a generic statement. I mean, if she can, if she can add some more to it, I'll talk about that. But if she can add some more context to it. Um, so Facebook, Facebook ads are great. But again, all of these things are just part of an overall strategy. And it's one channel, it's one thing. You have to find out what works for you, for your business, your industry, your category. So you got somebody like Brother Ben who's just killing it with organic Facebook. You have some other influencers that kill it. That may not be the same strategy for everybody. Right. You know, so Ben has his own lane. So that may not be the, the, the right strategy, or at least to, to start off with. For other folks, it may be Facebook ads. For other folks, it might be Google. It might be SEO. So I would say it, there's no one right thing for everybody. I would say it depends on your strategy. But in terms of Facebook ads, they, they, they work really well. I will say I feel like some of the effectiveness has gone down over the, the next over the last couple of years. And I think it's couple because of a couple of things. One, obviously, there's more people uh, running on Facebook ads. There's more advertisers, more advertisers that drives up the prices. So that that that's one. Two, I really do think that there's some stuff that they stripped out with their offering and their data and their algorithm after the Cambridge analytical scandals. And now, I, now I think there been... Now, go on a little bit more detail on that. Yeah. Yeah, so basically... Um, with the last election, there was a lot of scrutiny around uh, Facebook, and there was a certain company that uh, analytics company that worked with. Uh, I think they worked with Trump. Uh, it doesn't really matter who they worked with, but pretty much they took out data from Facebook's ecosystem that technically they weren't supposed to, and is against their terms of service, and they were able to do some stuff. Um, that may not necessarily be thought of as ethical. Um, so there's a lot of privacy concerns and Facebook came under a lot of scrutiny. Facebook CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, he had to go in, um, before Congress and testify several times. Um, Facebook had to tighten up their, their, uh, their privacy to tighten up the way that they handle stuff. And then since then, there's been multiple things where they've been under scrutiny and then not now, even not even just Facebook. There's been a lot of laws passed. Uh, first, it started in, in Europe with GDPR, uh, which is basically a privacy law. And then now that's coming to the U.S. So this year there's one with the CCPA. That's where the Cali California, where uh, there's privacy laws. But, I mean, there's just been a lot of stuff. And I, I feel like some of this, I feel like, I feel like there's been certain stuff where, like, the Facebook stuff has become less effective. And then sometimes you'll have like random times where performance will, will just dip. And I, I saw this even um, like the social team at this last agency I was working with for Microsoft. The social team even saw that uh, at one point and just all of a sudden the campaigns just got bad. You know, Facebook came up with some BS response. We talked with social teams that worked on other major clients. They saw the same thing around the same time. Um, so I think there's something there. To where it's not as like lights out as it was before, but it's still effective. Um, you know, if you want to start with Facebook ads, the two th two two areas you want to start with Facebook ads is retargeting and lookalikes. Um, one because retargeting that just means you're reengaging with people who have been to your site. So that's one. Also, with retargeting you can retarget customers if you want to upsell, cross sell, and that will be uploading like your customer list into Facebook. You use that type of retargeting. And then there's lookalikes. And the lookalikes is just uh, you can tell Facebook 
who your customers are. You can upload a list or you can have a tracking pixel on your conversions. And then Facebook will look at who those people are, who your customers are, and then it will scan it up against all the data sets it has and then score users to determine like what's the what's the best way to uh, identify customers that look like the, your customers or prospects or people that look like your customers. So I would say if you're going to start Facebook, you don't know what you're doing. That's the two areas to start. Then you can actually start testing on top of that and start like using some of their uh, Facebook data where you select the actual audiences. But it just depends on um, where you are, your, your understanding of Facebook. But uh, there's different strategies to use. Again, I don't know what your business is, what you're trying to do. There's different strategies to use. Um, for me, I always start with Google. I start with Google and then roll out to Facebook uh, advertising as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Did she did she miss any, anything else about or give any context? Oh, I didn't scroll down because okay. uh, I didn't want to go down and miss these questions that's up gotcha. at the top. Yep. So the cool. next question I see is from Mary. Uh, there's one that says, how do you best help business owners build their businesses? I think that's too general. I mean, I think you need me a little bit more detail. So when y'all asking these questions about marketing family, I mean, y'all got to be detailed. You can't say just, hey, how do you grow a business? I mean, what's the business? Where it's at? Who? You know what I mean? So he need a little bit more detail to answer marketing questions. But one question says, I'm a new business owner and would like to hear how you feel about promoting it as black owned business or what my company do better not listing that fact. Thanks. Gotcha. Right now, it, it will do better as black-owned business. Um, you know, the, obviously, with everything that's been happening this year, there's there's been a lot of, um, you know, in our community, obviously, there's been a, a lot of support for the black businesses. And then now, for once, uh, outside of our community, a lot of people are starting to show that support. You know, some of it may be out of guilt or whatever. Hopefully it lasts. But I said definitely right now it um it helps, you know. So like I have a bunch of different brands that I'm starting. One brand I have is called uh, Pancakes from Scratch. It's a vegan pancake line. And, you know, before I really started advertising, I just put it out there or some other accounts posted it as black owned. And a lot of people initially just supported it because of that. Uh, but I would say it. It works for now and it can get some people in the door, but you got to make sure that product is right so that they'll continue to come or make sure that uh, the way you engage in with customers is right so that you'll continue to have um, customers and they will be repeat customers as well. But I think I think uh, don't be scared to do that. And now I think even Google and Yelp, actually, I don't know what type of businesses is, but for local businesses, Google and Yelp has that des designation now where you can designate it in Maps or on Yelp that it's a black owned business. Um, if it's not a local business, you can put it out there that is a black owned business. And uh, I think, I think that's good. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, just make sure you got everything and, um, everything is up, up to par. Latristian says I own a homemade dog treat business and I have gotten a few sales from my website. But my main question is, should I pause on my site and sell from other platforms like eBay, uh, what is that, Etsy, et cetera, for now, or just stick with marketing the site? So that's a good question. Um, and part of this goes back to what we're talking about long term. So you definitely, being in other marketplaces is great. You're going to get that short-term money. And with the other marketplaces, they have an audience. And so you mentioned a couple. One you didn't mention is Amazon. That's going to be the one that's um, going to give you the most uh, sales because they have the most customers. But eBay is good. Etsy is good. You definitely be on other uh, marketplaces. The thing is, and the same goes with social media, you don't own it. So if they change something, they want to get rid of you, they suspend your account, um, there's nothing you could do. And so it's easy to get hooked on that money from these other ones. And just be like, oh, I don't got to worry about my site. I'm going to just do that. And you can make money, but you have to be careful, especially when it comes to Amazon. So definitely get on those. But you, at the same time, you want to develop the site. So if you if it's, a, it's a, if it's a matter of like you feel like right now you can't do both. So what you can do is if you're getting sales from the marketplace, marketplaces, start there. But start to take when you start taking some of that profits, reinvest it into building your brand. As you make money from them, reinvest it to actually building up 
the, uh, your own brand for your site because that's going to be better long term. Um, and then also, you know, certain people may look at, you know, if they come across your brand on those sites and they've never heard of you, then they may be just they, you know, probably going to do some some research on you or maybe try to Google you, see if you have a site, see if it looks professional. So definitely do that. And then also as you scale, they're going to want to look on your site as well. So as you want to, um, let's say eventually if you wanted to get in stores or something like that, they're going to look on your site. If you want to get featured on, you know, impress or other things, they're going to go and look on your site. They're going to Google you. Um, they may look at social media. Uh, I don't think eBay is going to be the first place that they look. So again, there's a spectrum and it's, it's definitely fine to start with the marketplaces and sell on it because they have their own audiences and they've done a lot of the marketing for you. Uh, that's fine, but don't forget you tech there technically is marketing costs in there. It doesn't seem like it, but they hit you with fees. So you have to, there's a fee for selling on eBay. There's a fee for selling on Amazon. I'm sure there's a fee on, um, for, for Etsy. So you can almost think of that as your marketing costs too. So as you do that, don't forget to, to factor that in when you're looking at, at profitability. So the answer is you should be doing both. Uh, if you need to, you can start with the marketplaces and then graduate to your own site to build up the brand. And again, if you guys want to book a phone call with this brother, bit.ly slash Brian Brother Ben. So if you're listening and you can't see it, that's bit.ly slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Brother, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Ben. Um, if you can share, because you work with different brands and big brands, what do you see these big brands doing in the marketing world that a lot of our community aren't doing or just not even aware of? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Um, it's kind of going back to that Facebook question. So you see this summer, a lot of brands dropped out of Facebook advertising. Mm. And so they said it was because of, you know, uh, racial issues. Now, and before it, and, now before you move yeah, forward, I did hear somebody said something like, and I want you to know, you probably may know if it's true or not, but they said something like the view sometimes doesn't, it's not accurate because once you send out a, uh, like a view, they'll count yourself viewing it as a view and they'll send it to the same person over and over again. And, and you think it don't reach a lot of people, but it just like, it is not even really reaching the people that it's saying. So I, I, somebody told me that one time, is that true? You ever heard anything like that? What for Facebook? Yeah. So with Facebook, um, it might be that or other things. So a big thing, at least when it, when it relates to the, the large, uh, companies, a big issue that we have with Facebook is their measurement. So when it comes to video measurement for major advertisers, we uh, we leverage what's called an ad server. So technically, we serve our own ads using um, a system that Google has. It's called Google Ad Manager. But what that allows us to do is to track our advertising with every partner we work with. Facebook didn't really allow that. They just kind of like, oh, don't worry about it. We're going to grade our own homework. And so as people started digging deeper or questioning there, there was a lot of inconsistencies. And then there was times where Facebook ended up having to go back and retract the numbers that they had put out for video views. Mm. And so th th that's a big thing. And so with Facebook, they, um, you know, cause they want to get to the, they want to get more video advertising from the big brands cause they don't have uh, the lion's share of it. Um, they don't get as much as like a Google does or, you know, the other video advertising that a lot of big advertisers do. Um, part of that is, you know, probably because of the tracking and, you know, part of that's also, I feel like Facebook doesn't have the relationships or talk to the right people because they're both, they're bucketed in the so social bucket and they work with social people at agencies, whereas a lot of the video money is not with the social people. So yeah, that is true what you said. And in terms of the question about the difference, with the Facebook. So a lot of the major advertisers, they, they, they went away and they're saying, Oh, cause it's racial, the racial stuff. We're taking a stand. Part of it is PR because the reality is, or I would say the reason why a lot of them was, it made it easier for them to get on board with that is Facebook IG is not, not even close to the biggest revenue driver for a lot of the bigger brands. Mm. So Facebook makes its money 
primarily off of um, small and medium advertisers. They just have a lot. They have a killing. It's good for you know small and medium advertisers because you can spend you know you don't have to have the major budgets like the big brands, and you can still drive results. So honestly, I feel like that's what made it easier for a lot of these big brands, all these big brands, to jump on board and say this summer, yeah, we we're gonna drop Facebook one because they're not gonna see a crazy revenue drop. Two, also because it's the summertime, which is one of the slower times. So the the major you know difference between the big ones and small ones is a, a lot of small brands are starting off they're like, yeah, I got to do, I got to get my Facebook ads, IG ads, and that's all they think about. You want to think of as a brand as a, as a you want to think of things holistically. So when you want to know where to start, Google's where to start. Google is where, you know, the companies will have to think twice about dropping that. And when I say Google, it starts with the search ads. Um, and there's two, actually there's two areas. There's organic search, and that's where your page just uh, appears in the normal results. Someone Google something, they, they appear in it. But then from the advertising, it's the paid search ads that appear on, the, on top of the Google searches. Those are the most effective when it comes to digital marketing, digital advertising for major brands. And why? Why? So <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with a take. Why, Brian? Why? So why is it? <laughs> why is it uh, the most effective? No, the most effective when people are going to Google, they're going to Google to try to solve a problem. Right. If you're trying to learn something, you're going to Google to try to solve it. And then the next place you want to go is YouTube, which is what Google owns. Well, let's stay with Google. So um, when you go to Google, you're trying to solve a problem, and you you type in a keyword. You type in a search term, and with Google, you're able to get all that data, see what's relevant to you, and then create pages that actually answer those questions. And so that means that you're providing, that means you're getting in front of someone who's interested in what you have to offer, and you're getting in it and, and, and in front of them at the right time because they're actually searching for that right now. Right. Whereas with Facebook and social, people are coming just for entertainment. It's not necessarily to um, solve a problem. But you can get in front of them, you know, uh, it's, it's honestly a little bit, more, it can be in the long run, probably a little bit harder or require more. But when it comes to ROI, if you do SEO, right, like the ROI is crazy. The thing with SEO, though, is it takes a long time. So if you do Facebook ads, you can see immediate results. SEO, depending on the, the um, competitiveness of your niche, your industry, it can take a while. Um, and then. Once you max out the SEO, then there's the pay search, which is the same. It has the same uh, same sort of uh, thought as as organic. It's just that you pay for it, and that's very very effective as well. Um, and so that's where I, I don't see a lot of the the small or medium sized businesses. Definitely small businesses focusing on. I definitely don't see uh, our community focusing on it. But that's where you get the bag for most businesses. And now if you're a local businesses, you definitely need to be worrying about Google because then you can talk about the, the Google Maps and then um, ranking in, in the Google Maps for that. And then on top of that, Google just added some stuff depending on what type of business that you, you are. Um, definitely for the, the professional business, like you know your contractors, your plumbers, electricians, all that stuff, even lawyers, uh, cleaning services, all of that, they just added something called, uh, that added verification for Google Maps or Google My Business. Um, now they have advanced verification and they're starting a Google Guaranteed program as well where they're guaranteeing customers a service. And because of that, the customers are going to pick the Google Guaranteed stuff. And so if you're a part of that, that means you're going to start getting uh, leads and customers a lot easily. So I would say that's the that's the difference between the major difference. There's a lot of differences. That's the major difference. And then, you know, we talked about the long-term mindset too is a big difference as well investing in your company so the i know uh i know what it is but for those who don't know what it is what is seo they probably hear this all the time when they hear about marketing especially on youtube and google top two search engines what is seo for those who don't know yeah definitely seo stands for search engine optimization and so that it's just really making your site um look good in the eyes of search engines and now really there's only one search engine technically there's there's three. There's Google, Bing, Yahoo, but Google dominates it so much. You just focus on Google. And the reality is if you do well on Google, whatever you do on Google will translate to the other ones, Bing and Yahoo. 
Um, and really, there's not three because technically Yahoo now is powered by Bing as well. And so with search engine optimization, it's really just giving your site an opportunity to show up in Google when someone is searching for a problem. So when they have that uh, a problem, they type something into Google, then your your business will appear with relevant comp, uh, relevant information. And going back to the point earlier when we said about that long term mindset, that doesn't mean you just want to show up only when they're ready to buy. Definitely, you want to get on those keywords, but also the informational uh, keywords as well is is good as well. So if someone's not in the buying uh, stage, but they're still just trying to do some research. It's good for your site to uh, to, sh uh, to show up for that as well. That's part of building that brand because if people, you know, start to continue to search for that, and your site is always showing up and it's providing helpful, uh, helpful information, then you know when that person is ready to convert, then they'll probably come back to you. Or you can the other thing you can do when I, again when I said what I do, I start with Google then Facebook. The other thing you can do with that informational stuff is you provide the informational content to them. You answer their questions. You show that you're a thought leader, that you know what you're talking about. They come to your site. You have that tracking. Now you can actually retarget to them. So you can hit them with another blog post or you can hit them with their offer. So that's, um, you know, that's what SEO is. And, um, you know, in terms of where you focus SEO is really on Google. Absolutely. And again, if y'all want to contact this brother for a phone call, bit.ly slash Brian Brother Ben for those who can't spell bit.ly slash B R I A N B R O T H E R B E N. Now, I know you're also a part of the ABS tribe. What attracted you to the digital real estate or the, or the ABS tribe? Yeah, definitely. So, um, at first, the, the, the first thing, was, again, was why I heard you said digital real estate. I'm like, digital real estate. I'm like, Yo, I feel like I'm the only one that, you know, kind of be that thinks about that. And I'm like, so, I, you know, I started um, listening to some of your videos and, um, and then I saw what you was doing and I'm like, man, like, yo, this dude is, this dude is putting out a lot of content, man, organically, you know, cause that's, that's something te technically I don't do. So I was like, man, let me, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, two reasons I, I joined it. One is like, it's like, I need to, I need to, get connected with brother Ben and talk to him to see if there's a way for us to collaborate because what I offer definitely compliments him and it's, um, yeah, compliments. And I'm fully focused on digital real estate, which I can go into more after this. Um, like my, my thoughts about digital real estate. The other also was because, um, I wanted to see, okay, how are you doing your content? Like how are you chopping up your videos? And I was like, let me. I want to join the ABS tribe so I can find somebody, if somebody masters what you what you have done, so that I can hire them to do some of that stuff for me, because uh, I'm doing a lot of stuff and I can't do it myself. So I ended up joining it um, because of that. And obviously, you know, I joined and I was able to see that uh, immediately by going through some of the the videos to see like how you chop up the videos. Um, and then obviously I was able to see some of the other stuff. So, you know, stuff with Sabrina came when we talking about the mini chat automa automation, that's right up my lane. And you know what, what, what I, what I think about. And so for me, it was really a matter of just trying to collaborate. Um, really, I wanted to connect with you, Jake and, and other like-minded people like me that are, are black <laughs> for the most part, to be honest, because I, yeah, obviously I, I don't see that a lot in, in me in corporate America. And especially now I'm, I'm um, in leadership positions, I don't, I don't really see it. And then there are folks that I know about it, but their 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 focus is more so on a, a sales perspective or leadership perspective, not necessarily entrepreneurial or like the actual marketing marketing. And so that's that's what attracted me um, to the tribe and all that stuff. And obviously, you all um, have a lot of a lot of guests that come in, and um, and that was another reason I was like maybe at some point I'll. You know, there might be opportunity for me to to do a class as well, because one of the other things I wanted to do was figure out a way to give back some information as well, because I have a I have a, a, a black site called Black Health and Wealth. And um, there are certain things that I'm doing through that, but also I'm just trying to figure out, all right, well, if these are people that are interested in digital real estate. They're learning this stuff. Like, how do I give back? How do I give back some information to them? How do I help up level the talent? How do I collaborate, you know, with you and other folks? Um, how do I learn some stuff? And then how do I hire some black folks as well? 
So yeah, that's that's part of why I ended up um, joining recently. Absolutely. Um, and for Michael, somebody says, do you think artists still have a chance to make money in this high tech world? And I'm assuming they mean maybe rappers. I, I'm assuming rappers. I thought it was rapper artists. Yeah, I thought those artists. But Michael, you can confirm. But let then me, I was like, yeah. is it like creative artists? Yeah, let me know, Michael, to confirm. I'm thinking, all right, yeah. it could be that I, type of artist, but yeah, let I'll us talk know. On both. Uh, the answer is yes. Um, if we talk a music artist, the the I would say the two major folks that dominated COVID had to do with music. D nice and then versus. Um, so if it's a music music artist, yes, people are still uh, def- definitely uh, believe in music. Matter of fact, l- later on tonight, a lot of people are gonna be catching the old school. So that that's that's pretty much now you got all ages. So we can't even say it's a young young person's game. Hey, mm-hmm. we got all ages. You got Patty Labelle <laughs> and Gladys Knight tonight. You no, they had- doing versus tonight. Yeah, they doing the verses oh, tonight. Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight. You know, had the old dance hall artists. You had um Teddy Riley, Babyface, you had um even Fred Hammond and, and, and um Kirk Franklin, the older so pretty at all all levels the people um uh, were dominated. You had somebody else who was dominated but then lost his mind. Oh, they <laughs> on right that. now, matter of fact. Patty LaBelle oh, and yeah, they're about to start. They yeah, got exactly. thousands of people watching right now. God. Yeah. Probably a bunch and they ain't even started. So, yes, music, music, is you music artist? Yes. You just saw Brandy and Monica. They went a million on IG at one time. Mm. One At one time. I think total six million over the stream, but at one given time, a million people tuning in. So for music, yeah. So just follow. All you got to do is follow their lead. A, a big thing is you got to be entertaining. So if you're a music artist and you don't know what to do, honestly, you need to get in uh, the ABS tribe. So you can talk to me, you know what I'm saying, talk to Brother Ben. Uh, I mean, Ben is a little busy, so he may not be able to get back to you. So a lot of times he'll tell us to um, talk to a lot of the folks. So if you hit that link and hit me, I can tell you about the tribe because when it comes to the music artists, it's really entertainment is just uh, being in your face content game because they're going to, you know what I'm saying? They, they people are gonna forget about you um, after they see the next post. So you gotta be content, 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 and that's all Brother Ben does is content. Hit you over the head with straight content. So you need to get in there if if you if you're a music artist. Now if we talking about art, yeah, they said fine artists. This is the time. Matter of fact, I listen, man. I this ain't no plug for ABS Tribe, but it's two weeks ago, man. Some chick is an artist in the ABS Tribe. Yep. She was having issues because she was scared of putting herself out there. She was scared to put herself out there, to tell her story, to be vulnerable. Um, you know, some people told her in the tribe to do that. So we on a tribe call and she jumped on. She just started crying, like randomly. Like, you know, it was like, oh, I just finally, you know, opened up and I'm getting a cell. She cried some more a minute later. Hold on, I got another cell. <laughs> then she got another cell. <laughs> Then two later, two days later, we on a call. So she was selling the joints, maybe like fifty dollars to a hundred dollars. Two days later, we on a call. Somebody hit her up from an art gallery. Her things went from a hundred dollars to now seven thousand a pop Bats. in the gallery. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And this was two weeks ago, and that was just off of her opening it up and putting out content, and you know people buying it. So that's one. But two, I feel like art is in man. Like art, art. People are definitely coming, even me. Like, I'm never someone who's been into art, but, like, even seeing it on IG, IG is great as visual from an artist's perspective. And I'm like, man, yo, that's dope. I want to buy this or I want to buy that. And now you have other people who are putting out platforms. So if you're an artist, there's a bunch of art IG pages. Go find them. You can even look at, uh, search for something like Black Artists or Black Something, because I came across a bunch and they have a lot of followers and they will post black artists on there and people are are buying. Matter of fact, I bought some stuff off of one uh, and it's people I never heard of. But I'm like, oh, that's dope. That's one. Two, now there's platforms that's coming up. Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats, one of the hottest people right now because of Versus, has an art platform or is launching one. 
he's a connoisseur of art and of buying fine art, but also what he's doing is like, hey, how do we get the black artists out there? So there's a lot of like rich people that know him who he's he's been putting them on to black artists, and then also he's coming out with a an app that's basically going to be a, a marketplace for artists. And there's a lot of other marketplaces as well for artists. Um, and also because everything that's coming off, I've seen major publications start to put out stuff as well about artists and how to find them. And so, matter of fact, I wanted to do something for my daughter, like a um, uh, a book. Like, mm. And so I'm like, let me look at illustrators. I put it. It came this. Man, I'm hitting illustrators, these artists. They ain't even got time. They turning down money because there's a lot of demand. So there is a demand out there. You just got to put yourself out there. And, um, you know, people want it. Like, I can't even do it. It was like some of them, like, oh, we're not taking on projects, you know? Some of them, they just got so much that they're only dealing with um, major, major companies or publishing companies because there's a lot of demand. So all of this stuff can apply if you're an artist as well. The difference is just what you're going to be posting. You're going to post your art. And for you, like that's just gonna lend itself so well to a mobile device and to Instagram because it's visual, you know, it's visual. So posting that is is gonna be key, and then you could talk about like your inspirational art, your point of view, and that's what people are gonna adapt to. And you can even post a other art that inspires you, and you'll find people that that will um, that will adapt. So if you don't, if you haven't started, you don't know where to start, then you can go to ABS Tribe as it relates to content for social. And then um, obviously you get to an, uh, you know another level. You can look in Google as well, and maybe do some SEO and all that stuff. But from a artist standpoint, Instagram is very visual, and you you can definitely look at IG for that. Absolutely, man. So I thank you for joining the show today, man. Listen, if y'all want to get on the phone with this brother, uh, bit.ly slash Brian Brother Band, schedule a call with him. bit.ly slash b r i a n Brother Band. And you can schedule the call with the brother. That brother obviously knows what he's talking about based on the language that I hear. He knows what he's talking about, about the SEO, the marketing, everything of that nature. Where can they find you on Instagram and Facebook or whatever other site that you have so they can follow up with you there as well? Yeah, definitely. Brian Lee Marketing. So Facebook.com slash Brian Lee Marketing, Instagram.com slash Brian Lee Marketing. Um, in terms of like knowledge I kick on um, on marketing, I would say a big part of, or a big platform I do that do that on is LinkedIn. So you could also do me LinkedIn.com slash n slash Brian Lee Marketing, or if you just want to get in touch with me, you can go to BrianLeeMarketing.com, or you can hit that Bitly link right there, bit bit.ly slash Brian Brother Ben, or BrianLeeMarketing.com slash Brother Ben. You can find me on there um, if you want to talk about marketing as well, and so. Like if you have an established business and we, you know, you want to set up a call or you're an entrepreneur, you want to set up a call, we can do that. If you are are um, someone in corporate America, if you want to talk about their personal brand or trying to trying to trying to increase that, we could talk about that. That has actually taken my career to the next level. Um, it's what has helped me to get this latest position that I that I got. And you'll find that a lot of the opportunities, the big opportunities. It's not necessarily something that you can apply to or force some <laughs> force a mixtape on. <laughs> it's actually a lot of uh, a lot of times it's not posted and people will reach out to you. So my latest opportunity, you know, the president of time actually had hit me up on LinkedIn after seeing one of my posts. He is he's someone I had been in contact before, even before he was at time. Uh, but there's a lot of people that have re reached out to me on LinkedIn because of that or because of press that they've seen about me on um, like Black Enterprise or uh, cheddar or Forbes or other ways. So definitely you can hit me up for that. Now, if you're starting off and you don't know what you want to do, you can hit me up as well. But what I'm going to do in that instance, um, I'm partnering with ABS and the brother, uh, brother Ben, Jake and the ABS tribe. So you can hit me up. And if you're getting started off, I think the best course of action is I'm going to get you signed up for that ABS tribe um and and maybe if, if, if digital real estate is that if that's right for you get you signed up for that um because that's a whole community there with people that can help you um that because if you're starting off there's a lot of help that you're gonna need before you get to the point where um the other marketing i'm talking about is gonna actually be effective for you and so i think that that can help 
increase your learning right there. So if you're, if you're new, definitely hit me up or, or you're just figuring out your business, trying to get it started. And then we're going to get you signed up with the ABS tribe and digital real estate. And then when you get to a certain point where you ready to graduate from that, we, we can talk about the other stuff. But if you do join through that link and, and, and go through the tribe, I will um, make sure that you're, you're taken care of and, you know, try to answer any questions you need to make sure you get a good start in the tribe as well. Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. I look forward to seeing you Tuesdays because today is Sunday. So I'll see you Tuesday at 7, brother. Appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Yes, sir, man. All right. Talk peace. to you soon. All right, family. So that, uh, man, Ooh. press one if y'all would like to. I, I, I'm actually in a good mood for the next 30 minutes. I'll answer some phone calls about growing your brand. I've seen some people asking about social media. I'm willing to take a few phone calls about growing your brand. As he said, you can join the ABS Tribe Digital Real Estate Program. Um, so I, I, I'll uh, press one if you want to call in, and I'll answer some questions live for you guys uh, before I get on up out of this studio. So let me put the number on the screen for you. Well, can somebody put it in the comment section for me? 903-662-1930. Uh, 903-662-1930. Six six two, nineteen thirty. Let me put the let me put it on a on a, on the thing for you so y'all can see it. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the first. I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market, and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS Tribe, go to www whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com call in and call one at a time please call if somebody's on the line please don't call in if somebody is on the line please don't call in because i'm not going to be able to answer but here's the number on the screen right here it's big at the bottom call 903-662-1930 and i'll answer your calls about branding, building your social media, things of that nature. Let's limit it to one question because I got to get out of here. Let's limit it to just one question, and then we're going to get on up out of here. If you guys are interested in uh, joining the ABS Tribe, you also can go to his website, schedule that call with him, or www.theabstribe.com, www.theabstribe.com. Okay, I don't think nobody called it. I think that's the right number. That is the right number. 903-662-1930. Now, if you're not listening to this, because some people like to call me afterwards, if you're not listening to this on Sunday, the 13th, please don't call this number if you're listening or watching this at a different time because this is not live. If you're watching this video right now and it's not Sunday, the 13th, please don't call the number because uh, I am off. All right, I guess ain't nobody got no questions. I know, I know that's the right number. 903-662-1930. I'm going to give about, I'm going to give y'all another minute here. And uh, if nobody calls in, I'm just going to assume nobody got any. Okay, there we go. All right, there we go. They coming on in. Peace, family. Uh, welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name and what's your question? My name is Jamil. Assalamualaikum, uh, bro. Well, excellent. I, I just joined the uh, ABS tribe, uh, which is last week. Uh, my question is, it has to do with my drop shipping clothing line online. Uh, it's in regards to how do I provide a vaccine engagement in regards to the value that I have within my clothing line for my local network of Phoenix, Arizona, considering that it's a drop shipping website. So there's no way to see on the creative side on the shirt being created or the cups and mugs or anything. Well, what is the brand name? What are you selling? Uh, T-shirts, 
uh, hoodies. Yeah, you got to go um, deep. You got to go deeper than that, though. What's the what makes you stand out? What makes this particular brand stand out? Like, what's the message behind it? Oh, basically, the message is no matter who you are, your religion, where you're from, or your background, we all have a baseline of trying to better our life, and that's mainly the reason we we get up every day. So that's the whole reason of the clothing line. And so, what what what's the design of the clothing line? Is it quotes? Is it, is it quoting that type of stuff? Is it just pictures? Tell us a little bit about how it looks. Uh, well, basically, it's just pictures and logos of the baseline clothing. Okay, so give me an example of one. So one, I'll have a t-shirt with a shoe where it says baseline, and then I have done some where it's like um, black excellent quote quotes, but I wasn't sure if that's going to confuse my potential customer by doing those both. Now, what does baseline stand for? Oh, it's not an acronym. Okay, so what? why baseline? What? Why that name? Uh, well, because in Arizona, whether it's from the west side to the east, there's a main road called Baseline that literally goes through all neighborhoods, whether rich, poor, black, white, Hispanic, uh, business, corporate America, the hood. It's literally a road that goes all throughout Arizona from east to west. Mm. So exactly what you just said is the content. You probably didn't notice it, but that's the content. These questions that I had is questions somebody else is going to have. So instead of you just promoting the coffee mug, instead of you just promoting the shirt, you remind your audience, which is in that niche uh, area that you're in, the reason that I'm promoting or every time you put on this baseline shirt, I want you to remember that this baseline goes through all of the neighborhoods. It's not specific to black. It's not specific to white. It's not specific to Hispanic. So every time you put this hoodie on, I want this to remind you that this thing is connecting us all together as one. This thing is connecting us as unity. Unity is not we're all the same. Unity is really we're all different coming together on common grounds. And this is what baseline is all all about so when you promote it like that now it has a deeper meaning than just a t-shirt now it's a deeper meaning than just a coffee mug every time you take a sip of this baseline coffee mug i want you to remember why unity is so important so now when you promote that type of content now it gives them a meaning and a reason to buy it yes sir perfect answer i appreciate your time yes sir all right, next question. Come on, call in 903662 1930. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Come on, call in, man. We're going to take a few questions here today. We'll Peace. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name and where you calling from? And what's your question? I'm sorry. This is Bernadine. I'm calling from Chicago. Can you turn us down in the background, please? Yes, I am. All right. What's your question? My question is, uh, I see that a lot of brands, they have the name, when they you know, start their business, they start with the name Black. Do you think it hurts the company when they uh, name their business like Black? this and black that or should they remove the name or it depends what it, it, it depends on who your audience is if your audience is towards white folks i don't think it's a good idea but if your audience is a service <laughs> or a product that's servicing your people i don't see anything wrong with it because i know my target audience is black i'm not afraid of saying what's going on guys i'm having a blacktastic day today when somebody says how i'm doing i say i'm doing blacktastic because that's just you know, that's that's my background. That's my feeling. That's what type of time I'm on. So I'm not hiding that it's black owned. I'm not hiding black tastic. But if I got a product and my product is going only for the white community, I'm probably not going to use black this, black that. But I don't think it's anything that you have to necessarily hide uh, as long as your product is needed. Business is the activity of life. So if you become an asset and you're giving them and you're giving them away something that they particularly need and their life is going to take their life to the next level, I don't think that they care if it's black or white. It's kind of like having a degree. Like I don't care if you got a degree or not. Is this service good? Is this product good? And I think if you deliver a product and a good service and it's a significant value, I don't think it matters. But I think it kind of matters only when you're focusing on a specific target audience that may be turned off by that. 
Okay. Because I named my brand, I'm Selling Nail Polish. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name it Black Girl Nail Polish. And I want to, behind the brand, I would like to give some black history behind it. I just don't want to sell nail polish. I would like to name some of the polish, um, some particular names like After the Pyramids. Um, I would like to probably name a black polish Kemet, which means black land. And I would like to, um, the people who purchase my polish should go to the website. And then if they don't know what the word means, they can look it up and things of that sort. So I want to have a meaning behind my brand, not just selling nail polish, but I also want to um, have black history behind the brand. I like it. I think this is the perfect time for us to do it. Shoot. Now we starting to finally realize why it's so important for us to come together. I think this is the best time to go ahead and do something like that. Thank you. All right. Appreciate your time. You're welcome. Somebody said, thanks, Brother Ben. Tell me how to join the ABS tribe. Well, you can do that by going to www.theabstribe.com, www.theabstribe.com. And it's a tribe of us family, and we're building men and women up to uh, grow spiritually, mentally, and financially. So that's what the ABS tribe is for. We meet every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So if you're looking for actually an actual family, a tribe of positive people who inspiring everybody to do better in life and business, then that's what the ABS tribe is about. And then we'll tell you about our other pro programs and stuff like that once you get in the tribe. But I think starting off with the tribe will do you good. All right, let's take another question. Come on, call in. Come on, call in. And if y'all was wondering, ABS stands for Assets Before Splurging. That's what the company's called, Assets Before Splurging. All right, I seen somebody trying to call in at the same time as the last caller, so y'all can call in during this time. Let me put the number back on the screen. Ah, this will be the last question, by the way. We're going to do one more question, then I got to I gotta go. There go the question. I mean, there go the number right there. We're going to take one more question, and then we're going to get on up out of here. I appreciate y'all for taking the time out. Okay, two people calling at the same time. That always happens, huh? Peace, welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name and where you calling from? Assalamu alaikum, brother man. My name is Taylor. I'm calling from Shy Town. What's happening? What's going on? Nothing. I wanted to ask you, uh, for somebody that has trust issues, do you think that digital real estate would be a good option for them or more so the tribe? Uh, for someone who has trust issues, I would say the ABS tribe. And the reason I say the ABS tribe is because it's a lot more affordable. The digital real estate is nineteen hundred and ninety seven. The uh, ABS tribe is $50 a month and you will gain trust because you're going to see us live. You're going to be able to ask questions live on the screen. Digital real estate is more so self-paced, gives you a lot of game over delivery still at that price. Um, but the ABS tribe is more intimate. So you get to see us on Tuesdays. You get to come into orientation on Wednesdays. You got the coaching one-on-one -on -one coaching. Well, not one-on-one, -on -one, but group coaching on Thursdays. And then you got the networking on Fridays. So for those who have been in the ABS tribe who had trust issues because they didn't have family, they didn't have nobody to support them. They found family inside of the ABS tribe. So I would start off with the ABS tribe and then move from there. Okay, thank you. That's a really good answer. Thank you. You're welcome. Peace. All right, let's do one more. I'll do one more. I'll do one more. I've seen somebody trying to call in at the same time. Let's call back. I'll do one more. Let's do one more. We're going we gonna to go on and do one more. Come on, get it in. We'll do one more. Come on. Call you. I'm going to just say, what's your number? Whoever that was that was calling, call back in. My bad. Well, I ain't going to say my bad. It wasn't my bad. Peace. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your question? How you doing? This is Peace. This is Wesley Mosley. I had a question uh, in reference to marketing as a music producer. So my primary business is uh, making beats for artists, but I want to grow it to making beats for advertisements for businesses. So I want to know what's the best way to go about that. Um, usually I try to do lives and things on my social media to kind of advertise my sound, but I need to find a way to get to businesses to, to kind of promote it that way to get it behind their commercials. Mm, so what kind of businesses? Um, well, really I, I make music. So I just, anything that's promoting a, a product or uh, a service just to be to have music behind it. Um, mainly right now, since I'm in the ABS tribe, I'm trying to help everyone in the tribe as well with, with things for their videos. Um, 
But really, because I'm just that's kind of an idea. Mainly right now is just artists that I'm working with, but I'm trying to make it bigger to be able to expand my sound and not sound too like sell sell like to like hear about my beats. I want to actually promote it where they want to come to me to to get music. So this is what I would do if I was in that position. I know a lot of influencers at this time are becoming business people. I know a lot of um, people are trying to or are building personal brands as their biz as their business because they're understanding the power of social media. So what I would do if I want to attract versus telling people to go check out my beats, which a lot of people do, which I do not agree with. I don't think that's the right way. What I would do if right. I was a business person, which I am, if you was able to take a video of someone's live stream or someone's clips that they put out without the music and you just take the video down, put your music behind it and show them how it sounds and looks with music and you put it out mm. there and you put it out there. When they start to hear it, they say, mm, I like it with that little beat on there because some of them, they don't even know how to edit. Some of them don't right. even okay. didn't even think about in their mind to have music on the background. So if you did that for them, maybe they'll see the benefit of it. Because I always talk about giving first. Give, engage, mm -hmm. and then attract. That's the GEA method that I talk about. So when you go into mm -hmm. the mall and they say, here, check, take, take my look, my little uh, my little sip of the strawberry banana juice today, and you take it, you mm -hmm. say, Ooh, I like the sample. So let me go get the 999. When you go into Sam's Club, they got the little toothpick for you. Here go your little fettuccine, here go, here go your little chicken sandwich today and you eat the little piece of it and you say oh i gotta go get that 9.99 so in this case you would give them a piece of it show them a little clip of them with your videos or, or with your music on the background and once they see how effective it is and how good it sounds then they say man how what's your price how can we go from here i think that'll be the best way to do it that, that makes perfect sense i appreciate that yes sir all right, Fanny, so that's it, man. I hope I was able to give y'all some value, man. I hope I was able to say something that was of kind of value. Actually, what I just told him to do, do y'all know that I'm doing that right now? Do y'all know that it's certain people that's, that was hearing the brother and myself talk about the digital real estate in the ABS tribe, and y'all thinking about what is that? And when I began to give y'all game and then listen, I didn't know what y'all was going to ask me. So when I allow y'all to call in, now you know he's not just reading from a book because a lot of people just read from books, just what it is. But when I allow you to ask me a question and I can give you a good answer live on the, like live in real time, now that makes me the authority. That, that gives me authority over this particular field. Now I'm pretty sure somebody's saying, man, I'm finna sign up for the ABS tribe so I can get this kind of coaching on a weekly basis. So what I'm doing right now is an example of what you can do in your business. Allow people to call in. Allow people to ask you questions and then give them an answer that will show them that you know what you're talking about. Then they'll want to buy your product. Then they'll want to buy your program. So thank you all for watching the Brother Ben X Podcast. I hope I said something of value. If I did, praise be to Allah. And if you want to join the ABS Tribe, www.theabstribe.com. 